Hey, bad pals. So, hi, bad uh, pals. Hi, bad pals. A couple of days ago, uh, our podcast, Bus Asian Beauties, a supernatural podcast, uh, <laughs> had our first year anniversary. Woo! So, we released our episode on January 18, both in Philippine time and uh, US Eastern. All the time zones. U.S. all the time zones. So January 18 yeah. is our anniversary. And yes, to is. celebrate, we released some merch, baby! We have some merch! We did do that. Yeah. Uh, so it is on Redbubble because that is the easiest thing to do. Um, <laughs> and you can access it at babpod.redbubble.com. Mm-hmm. And we have 13 designs, but like about six unique designs. Yeah. And right, so we've got variations on the logo, which are really cute. And yeah. we have some inside jokes related to the podcast. Yeah. So, what is your favorite design, Gray? Oh, my favorite design is Sam in his Carhartt hoodie saying, It's in every yes. culture, Dean. Because that's literally one of my f- most favorite like inside jokes in the show that like Sam literally always Aww. says in every culture. Although I would say um if you're like if you know you want like a sticker that's a bit more generic. Um like you know, like it's not it can be just a sticker. Stuff like that. Yeah. You can you can also get the I hate supernatural so much it's unreal. <laughs> so <laughs> real. It's literally I hate supernatural so much it's unreal. And I literally do hate supernatural so much it's unreal. Yeah. I don't even know if we say that in the episodes or we I, just say I that when say we talk to each episode. other. We do? That's good. That's good. What about you? What's your favorite? I say the timestamps oh, okay. at which I send you. I hate Supernatural so much, <laughs> it's unreal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, is that your favorite? Uh, I think that is my favorite in that it seems the most applicable to all aspects of my life. Yeah. But um, I'm also fond of uh, the Sam I too am in this episode. Yeah. Because he literally too is in this episode is the thing. Yeah. He literally too is in this episode. And he's he's theory eyed He's so cute. Yeah. He's miserable. Oh, yeah. Love that. Uh, can right. you talk about the artist uh, just to... Oh, yeah. Okay. So the artist is C-Y-V-V-A-N-G on Instagram and also Redbubble. Uh, and she's the best and she designed our logo so yeah. it's like consistent in art style I guess so yay yeah it looks Love bad pod-ish aesthetic. yeah it looks bad pod-ish it's just super fun yeah so right yeah get some merch if you do yeah. so desire honestly we are not expecting anything any money like none yeah. of it none Like, Redbubble, you need to make $25 before you oh even get God. a deposit in your account. Boo. And, like, each product, like, you make, like, probably, like, a maximum of $3 off of the 20% markup. So, yeah, I don't think we're gonna see any money. But, like, 
wouldn't you find it so fun to own a shirt that says I hate Supernatural so much it's unreal or a bath mat with crying <laughs> Sam on it that you can step on his face? Don't you want that for yourself, your do you life, not for your want, joy? Do you not want a tote bag featuring two people in front of an ampau <laughs> with a Supernatural um, devil strap symbol up top? It's fine, exactly. you guys. Yeah. It's fun. And don't worry that, like, most of the logo versions don't have the name of the podcast on it, so you can <laughs> yeah! wear it in public. Yeah, you, would, you, you people do not have to know that you listen to a podcast called Bustation Beauties. Yeah, they can just see a really good drawing and be yeah. like, wow, what a nice drawing. Yeah, exactly. Also, like, if you want to print um, this shit by yourself, the merch... I think you can probably do it. If you want to put Sam Winchester yeah, on ahead. a shirt, go ahead and, like, I don't yeah, know. Like, if Redbubble just... doesn't ship to your country or the shipping fees are ridiculous, just yeah. take the PNGs and run. Yeah. And, like, uh, I think just... the full quality versions are on a Tumblr post that we have. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. And just make sure to send us a picture of you wearing it. I think that would be so cool. That would be fun. Do that. Maybe a sticker on your laptop of the phrase, I hate Supernatural so much it's unreal, followed by like five other stickers from Supernatural. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. So, thank you so much. Yeah, enjoy the app. Yeah, happy anniversary. Hello, my name is Gray. And my name is Crystal. And this is Bus Asian Beauties, the supernatural commentary podcast where I, someone who has seen this show several times. And I, someone who only knows about the show through social media, discuss every single episode of Supernatural from start to finish. Also, we are both Asian. Both Asian. For today's episode, oh, we have season 3 episode 10, Dream a Little Dream of Me. Written by Sarah Gamble and Catherine Yumfries. Directed by Steve Bowie. So I Bowiam. see that Sarah Gamble got together with someone new after the rail breakup, finally. Yeah, but Catherine has been around, right? Yeah, yeah, but I feel like this is the first time Sarah Gamble has partnered with someone with who someone is a else. rail tucker. Yeah. Was the result good? <laughs> I mean, it's like... As I've said to you earlier, this episode is so corny. Like, there are multiple times in the episode I'm like, ugh. <laughs> like, that was my honest reaction <laughs> to the episode. I woke up today being like, I have to podcast today. And then I, like, sat in my bed for, like, five minutes being like, what even happened in this episode? What was this episode? And I went through, like, the plot of, like, 309 first, and then I was like, wait, no, it was a different one. There was another one at one point. (laughs) I can't believe we're in episode 10. Yeah, we're so close to him. We are so close. And, yeah... I mean, do you think this is going to release by December? <laughs> I 
I know this episode. Hope in my heart. I have hope um, in my it's heart. It's not Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> we are so bad at releasing episodes recently. So if not, Happy New yeah, Year. Sorry. Are you mad at us? Are you mad at us? We are so sorry. Sorry. So, I mean, what did you know about this episode? I mean, you probably knew uh, a lot, right? Well, I didn't know. I knew a lot of these scenes, but I didn't know that they were in this episode. The only scene that I knew was in this episode was Lisa with the picnic basket. Mm-hmm. Um, and that she had nice hair. You didn't uh, know about yeah. the, this is what you're gonna become scene. I knew that that was a scene. I did not know what episode it was in, but, you know, I knew it had to be in season three. So, yeah, I knew about yeah. Demon Dean confronting real Dean. Obviously, I knew about the Sam Bella sex dream. Who doesn't? Yeah. Um, and, huh, what else did I know? I feel like those are the main iconic scenes that I recall yeah, we we also get some of Bobby's backstory here. Yeah. Do you care even an inch about that? I... Maybe Bob- it's something about the actress for his dead wife, but no. Well, first of all, I want to say Bobby's actor, not that good. <laughs> I'm so mean to old men. I'm so sorry, old men. I know we have listeners who are old men. I see our demographic. I see our listenership, and we, we do have, have listeners who would feel hurt that we would that we're calling them old men because they're like 50. they are. They are fifty to sixty year old men, and they're listening to our podcast. Like they're old. Like first of all, please don't, please don't shut off the episode and leave us forever. I don't think you're old. I think you're so cool and sexy. First of all, if you are yeah, fifty old. or sixty years old and you're listening to this podcast, thank you so much. I feel like by that age, you have like a whole life that you've lived, you know. And the fact that you are still using your time to listen to two silly goofballs on the internet. Thank you so much. I appreciate it greatly. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else, what are you doing here? We are officially only making these podcasts for the 50 to 60 year old men who listen to us. Yeah. Well... Yeah. Well. <laughs> this episode is so horrible already. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that there are, like, moments people consider Dean thesis moments in here. But have you considered that Dean has had the same thesis for, like, 20 episodes? I mean, when, when he started, like, shouting at himself, I was like, aww... But then he was like, like, I hate the whole, like, he's so angry. He's <laughs> angry. He's so angry. Like, I'm tired of it. So, I guess it didn't yeah. affect me as much. Like, yeah. like, the whole idea of Dean beating himself up would be more effective 
if he also did not beat everyone else up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yes. because this is just who he is. This is just what he does. It's like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. He sees a person with a pulse and he goes for them with his fist swinging. Yeah. So we get our dance sequence. And it's like super obvious already who's gonna be here. So like we have Bella, we have Lisa, and then that's it. Bobby's also in the dance sequence, right? And but like Ruby. does it matter? <laughs> what? Oh, and Ruby's Ruby also there, but just for the scene where it's like, Yeah, I can't actually save you from hell, Sawi. Yeah. Yeah. So we start at this like house and Bobby's getting attacked to an inch of his life. And he's like mm. there's a I think like he's getting beat up or something. I didn't pay much attention. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's listen the to me. Editing is atrocious here. The editing is atrocious here and also for the rest of the episode. <laughs> there are moments where I was like Okay, I can see why but why? You know what I mean? Like, I like I I can see w- the thought process that led to this, mm-hmm. but I wish I did it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Okay, but also I guess it's like we've seen AMVs during the time, and I think they were just like, it's the coolest thing to make everything color graded so weird to show that there are different scenes and to do confusing flashes all the time. Like, I think that was just the style of the era, perhaps. But then Supernatural never changes. <laughs> no, but you're right. It may be the style of the era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Bobby, like, wakes up and you think he's in a hospital bed because of how he's positioned. But he's not. He's in a hotel, a motel room. And then this lady, who is Asian. She's Asian! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. <sighs> so this Asian lady, <laughs> we're so. <laughs> we will always find out the Asian people in this podcast. But yes. So this lady comes in, and she's a cleaning lady, and, uh, like she sees Bobby, and she's like, "Oops, sorry, my bad. I didn't know you were still here." Then she goes back out, but then she's like, why is the man not waking up? So she goes to Bobby and starts, like, waking him up. And then Mm. there's, like, a part where she, like, shakes him a little bit vigorously. And then it cuts Mm. back and forth to the scene that is still happening in Bobby's head where he's getting attacked. And it ends with, like, her screaming, help, help, while shaking Bobby. And all I can think She's of is like so panicked. Like you don't know him. Like whatever. First of all, like won't you assume that someone is dead? And like, if if someone is dead in your hotel room, I don't think I'll be like, oh my god, there's a dead person or there's a dead. Di-. I think I will be like, another day at the motel. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Like, when she's yelling, she's like, wake up, do you hear me? Like, she's a love interest and not just someone who he does not know and who does not know him. 
And okay, I yeah. get it. Like, you were hired as an extra on Supernatural and you want to put your whole pussy into acting. I understand that and I respect that. But also, why do you care? <laughs> why do you care? I mean, there was this TV show when I was younger. I don't even remember what it's called, but it's like in Filipino TV, right? And like, one mm-hmm. of the plot line is like, she shook the baby a little too hard and the baby died. <laughs> And every time, like, when she was shaking Bobby, I was like, you're gonna kill him. He's a little baby that's gonna die if you shake him too hard. He's only 600 months old. (laughs) Exactly. We got to a bar where Sam is there looking like the saddest, wettest little guy. Uh, and Dean comes in. Oh, also I had friends in the room during this time, so this was the first time we saw Sam properly, and he said Sam's a 7 out of 10 and Dean's a 4.5 out of 10. This is not relevant to anything. First of all, I mean, first of all, I keep saying that, but like, whatever of all. Uh, Sam looks so good this episode. He does look so good this episode. He looks so good. I feel like he is slowly building muscle. Like, mm-hmm. he he is training for the war or whatever the fuck he's doing. But he's mm-hmm. he's building so much muscle. He's so hunky. And I know we <laughs> complained in the past that, like, early Sam should be lanky. But, like, this is the perfect moment for Sam to transition from lanky dude. Yeah, no, just to, to transition. To transition, period. And the testosterone is making him build muscle. Exactly. Yeah. Happy for him. Uh, So Dean shows up and is like, it's two in the afternoon. Why are you drinking whiskey? And so I was like, well, I actually drink whiskey all the time because I'm cool. And also, like, who cares? Because you get sloppy in bars and hit on chicks all the time, so why can't I? Ah, uh, okay, Dean says that there are slim pickings in the bar and specifically looks at a woman there. And the transcript says that she's a lot older than Sam, but I didn't actually notice that. I was just like, he's calling her ugly? That's so mean. <laughs> I didn't even notice that you was looking at someone. Like, I'll be perfectly honest. I just, I, I, like, I just finished my, um, job thing when I, when I was watching this. And I was doing my, like, corrections for my student at the same time while I was watching Supernatural. So So, correct of you. So I was, like, not paying attention for first half but like i knew what was happening i didn't know though that he was looking at an older lady as the transcript said she looks like she looked like 30 to me but maybe i wasn't paying attention yeah so quite a bit older hmm. yeah, i wonder I if know. these transcripts are like just the opinion of the transcriber I mean, probably everything. Is yeah, but like, opinion of the no, but like, there are some episodes with like drafts and shit, 
right? Oh, right. The so production sides, something, something. That this might be the script note. Yeah. That the woman's older than Sam. Yeah. Maybe Sarah Gamble wrote that. <laughs> yeah. Or Catherine Humphreys. We don't yeah, know. exactly. What if the whole time her name's pronounced Catherine, but they just spelled it weird and we've been calling her Catherine? Well... Sorry, well, Catherine or Catherine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Sam's all sad and he's saying, like, I tried to save you. Um, and I couldn't, so now I'm getting drunk. So, yeah, Dean sits down next to him and Sam is talking about how sad he is. That Dean's gonna go to hell and he's gonna become a demon. And he Which says, means starting that to think Dean maybe... told him. Yes. But Dean did not tell him about the part where Ruby said that she can't help him because Sam says, I'm starting to think maybe even Ruby can't stop it. So yeah, interesting of Dean to Yeah. Keep he was like, that... I'm gonna become a demon for sure. But yeah. I'm gonna keep the fact that it's for sure from you. Yeah, which I guess makes sense. Like, he wants some emotional support about how he's going to become a demon, but he doesn't want Sam to be in the throes of complete agony. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be better to have hope, don't you think? Or do you not think that? Probably. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I feel like if you had hope, you would be spending all your time trying to save him instead of just hanging out, which might be more fun. Yeah, but like, if you don't, all the hanging out would be depressing us all hell. Mm, that's true. Huh? All hell. So funny. Teehee. I'm <laughs> the funniest person alive. It's true, you are. <laughs> so so Sam says like no like I mean that no one can save you because you don't want to be saved you don't think you deserve to be saved I miss Cass I miss him so much please okay yeah I so, know you hate yes. Mitsuki Supernatural AMVs or do you or do you just hate specific ones I hate Dean's um, I don't like them in general, but I hate the Dean ones. Oh, but I, I have one that I like, and it's the Nobody That's one. Okay. And it's Season That's 3, okay. for, for Season 3. Why are you saying that's okay? Why are you comforting me? <laughs> I mean... Well, you know, it's a really difficult thing to admit to, a really embarrassing <laughs> thing to feel. So I just want you to know that this is a safe place... And I will never make you feel bad about your awful taste in it. <laughs> you're so mean to the person that I'm complimenting. No, you're right. That... Someone did make it. Sorry, person <laughs> who made it. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I haven't seen it. So I'm just making fun of it with no actual knowledge of what the content is. Yeah. I mean, it's like nobody, right? Like, mm-hmm. no no one will save me. I'm just asking for a kiss. And it's, like, season three, Dean. 
And then, like, I remember reading the caption and it's saying, like, season three. And I was like, so no cast? But, like, <laughs> which is my reaction yeah. to everything. Yeah, of course. But um, towards the end of the AMV, you know how, like, the song lulls down to, like, nobody, nobody, yeah. just over and over again. And it's, like, mm-hmm. Cass's entrance. So it's, like, Aww. like no, there is somebody, though. It's, like, the message of the AMV. And it mm-hmm. makes me feel so emo. And, like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's why I share. Also, like, I mean... Who knows when we'll publish this episode. But recently, I've been seeing the fireworks Sam Winchester AMV a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay, I do like that one. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have no further comment. That AMV is fucking mm. fantastic. Everyone go watch it. So... Yeah, Sam goes... <laughs> Wait, I was... What? <laughs> I was like, fireworks AMV, but I did not clarify that it's fireworks by Whiskey. So now I'm imagining a, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? (laughs) So I just (laughs) really... It should have happened. Somebody make it happen. Because maybe you're a firework. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, we have the scene where Dean and... They're like, exploding baby fireworks. The fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sam goes, how can you care so little about yourself? Sam's... Well, Sam was not paying attention in his psych classes in college, <laughs> even though he was a psych major in our minds. Ah. Uh, and before Dean can reply, he gets a call about... Something. So they go to the thing. So it's Bobby. He's comatose, and the doctor is telling Sam and Dean that like he's comatose, but they can't yeah. figure out anything wrong with him. So they can't test for anything more than they've already tested for. They can't treat for mm-hmm. anything because they don't know what's wrong with him. And Sam yeah. and Dean are stumped. So, they go to Bobby's, uh, the last place Bobby was found in. Wait, I want to discuss how Dean is Bobby's emergency contact for a second. Aww. Yeah. What if he's dead now? What? I mean, is it, uh, material? Who's your emergency contact? Okay, for, okay, Rufus? Parents, right? Where's Rufus? That's my first thought. Where's Rufus? (laughs) Well... I mean, isn't there, Rufus are they and Bobby like in a bad relationship right now? Yes, because Bobby was semi responsible for Rufus's daughter's death. That's true. Yeah, I wonder who it was before Dean. I guess you I mean think it was wife. Rufus before Dean. Do you think it was, it was his John wife before Dean? Well, it, okay, I yeah. think it was his wife, but and then his it wife was died maybe when Rufus. Dean was a child. Maybe so it's Ellen. Not like he went from his wife to Dean. Okay, yeah. Maybe Ellen. But Ellen's still alive and kicking. Why would he change it from Ellen to Dean? I mean, for plot development. What else? <laughs> I know, but if if we're taking if we're taking a Watsonian approach, I want to explore the history of Bobby's emergency contact. Um, 
Like, well, I don't think it would be John because John is not reliable. I, so. I think, like, it's a situation of every phone he has a different emergency contact. Oh, yeah, okay. So, like, I do they maybe... go into your phone for that? Isn't there, like, a. I thought there was, like, you filled out a form for the hospital about it. He's fucking comatose. How is he gonna fill out a form? No, like, like, you, like, like, you put it down on, like, an official On, like, a database? Paper. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like, just, like... with your like, insurance or something. I mean, in your phone, no, they, right? They like, there's an they emergency contact. No, they don't contact. go into your phone. It's no, like they don't have to. They just work. have to swipe right I mean, we probably have just very different ideas of what an emergency contact is. Because me, an emergency contact is who's on my phone. <laughs> like, there's no oh, paperwork, no yeah. nothing. Yeah. Okay, I think there's paperwork in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So, like, and there is really only one that can be... Well, I think you can put down a few, maybe, but they might have tried earlier numbers and they didn't pick up... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay, there is some sort of, like, emergency contact situation in the Philippines, but it's more like, if this idea is lost, you call this number kind of situation. Okay. You know, so it's not... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it was Rufus, and then... It was his wife, and then Rufus, and then... I don't... How old was Dean when the Rufus-Bobby falling out happened? I mean, probably not that old, because Dean didn't know Rufus. Yeah. Hmm. Well, he didn't I even don't know. know Rufus. Come on. Dean. Maybe it was actually fucking John before it was Dean. That'd be hilarious. I mean, Bobby has other connections. That's true. He does have a lot of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Maybe he, like, goes, like, every time he has to fill out a form of, like, what's your emergency contact? He, like, does a roulette. And he's like, okay, it landed on Dean this time. And now it's Dean. Mm -hmm. Now it's Dean. So they go to Bobby's motel room. And they're trying to find what he's hiding, blah, blah, blah. And Dean found inside his cabinet, like, newspaper clippings and stuff. And, Mm. yeah. I mean, they saw an obituary of, like, this guy who died while doing dream or, like, sleep research. So they were Mm. like, okay, Bobby was investigating this, so we need to investigate it too. So they go over to that place. Where the doctor's office is. Mm. Uh, so Dean's interviewing Dr. Greg, who's the Dr. Greg's lab assistant, and Dr. Greg is the guy who died. Uh, and she seems quite on edge. Uh, we hear that she talked about all this with another detective who she described as a very nice older man with a beard. Aww. Yeah. 
Aww. It's I nice don't think to know that Bobby's, like, nice on his interrogations and Sam and Dean are, like, staring into people's eyes being like, did they see a ghost? Does he have a beard? Yeah, a bit. I, I don't He's understand his shaven. beard situation. Yeah, perhaps. But, I mean, I've seen Bobby do the FBI stuff. Mm. And he, like, combs his hair and shit. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Um, And she says that she's busy and she doesn't want to talk about it. And then she starts going to, like, I didn't, like, I got promised I don't, I didn't know about his experiments. The sleeping ones, no one knew, okay? And I spoke with a lawyer and I can't be held liable for anything. So, like, does this imply that the experiments were unethical? Yeah, but maybe it's just, like, because they imply that African dream root, which is, like, the crux of the experiment, right? Right. It's, like, I I don't know, like, it's not scientifically blah, blah, blah. So maybe okay. there's, like, some okay. issue with that. But I don't think that would be unethical. It would be, like, a waste of yeah. grant money. But I don't think it would be unethical. Maybe, like, the... I mean, it's implied that, like, he had one test subject. And that test subject <laughs> ended up abusing the drug. So, like... Yeah. Maybe so that? didn't take enough precautions or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Dean starts threatening her with this going on her permanent record unless she gives all the research over to him. He's so iconic. He's such a loser. He is, but this scene was so fucking funny to me. Like, he was, like, literally just um, talking as vaguely as possible. Yeah, he was so like, like, well, there's um new evidence that comes out that's I, gonna I am land your ass in jail, so you should give me the research. Yeah. So we go to the house of this one guy named Jeremy, and it's just Dean. This, I mean, it was also just Dean last time, right? Yeah, wait, where's Sam? Yeah, <laughs> they like, literally not... put him in a bank vault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. where is Sam? Just at a bar again? Because all he does this entire episode is be at the bar in the beginning and then just get beat up a bunch of times <laughs> later. He was crucified. What is he doing now? Is yeah. he just standing in the hallway of the motel and random people are punching him? Is that what's happening right now? Yeah. But, um, Jeremy says, like, look, I don't know what the RA said, but I was growing ferns. Which, like, the implication is that he was growing weed. I love that. Yeah. I know this guy yeah. turns okay, out to be so evil, but good for him. This man is supposedly a college student and this is supposedly a dorm right yeah it's too i don't know what he is, to say he about looks dorm way it's too like old for that first of all yeah that's true mm. i mean what is the obligation like for example you enter college older 
do you still have right. to do the whole first years live in campus? I don't know. Yeah. That's such a weird I thing too. So. Like first years live on campus thing. Yeah. Oh, I mean they they need that room and board money. money. Is that mm-hmm. are you being for real? Like that's the reason. It's not like I don't we think need that's to the teach. only reason. But I'm yeah. sure that it's not not a reason. It's such a weird thing because, like, I was when I was looking up U.S. universities, when I was looking up unis, like, I was like, Mm -hmm. this is such a weird rule that you have to live there. What if you live like a couple of, like, you know, a couple minutes away? What's the deal? Not allowed jail. Yeah, but yeah, he was growing ferns. Good for him. Mm -hmm. Good for him. And Dean is like, okay, it's fine. Take it easy. I'm not here for that. And he starts asking about Dr. Greg's sleep study. And uh, this guy is one of the test subjects. And the moment Dean says that, like Dr. Greg's study, the guy offers him some beer. And... uh, he gets the beer. Dean gets the beer. And this is going to be relevant. So, mm-hmm. I, lo- I yeah. love that this is relevant. Like, because it's such an in-character thing to do. And, it, like, the character that they were presenting as this guy is like, of course he's going to offer Dean beer. You know? Like, he was growing mm-hmm. weed in his bathroom or something. But, like, it's right. like an effortless insert into the story. But it proved to be relevant. Mm. And, yeah. And what he reveals is that he used to be unable to dream because he was hit. Well, he didn't say he was hit. He was. He said he was on a bike accident when he was young. And he didn't have a dream ever until the study because the doctor gave him this, like, tea that made him pass out and have super vivid, super intense dreams. Yeah. And, like, he says, like, it's like a badass trip, and Dean goes, like, yeah, totally. And then he, like, remembers that he's, like, an FBI agent. He goes, no, 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 no. Like, I I don't actually get it. Like, totally not. Totally not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When did Dean do then, acid? I feel like he's not the type of guy. Like, I feel like oh. between Sam and Dean, Sam would do the acid. Yeah. He'd be like, it really helps me connect with my chakras, Dean. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what people say when they do acid? I've never done acid. What's acid like? Is it like the paper? I haven't done acid. <laughs> um, it's a hallucinogen. I think. I know, but like it's like it on a paper strip, right? Like that's the vessel oh. it's in. Huh? I have, I have no, no idea. Clue what it looks yeah. like. No idea. Uh, sorry that sorry, you're everyone. listening to a podcast by Squares. Look, I am. Yeah. I am a square, I am a prude, I am, like, every, like, conservative thing you can think about. 
except I am also fucking transgender, so like, who even knows? Yeah. Yeah. This is true. And, um, and I don't know. I I'm just boring. <laughs> Jeremy was like, "Yeah, I dropped out of the study after because I was scared." And that's pretty much the, the entire conversation. Yeah, he was scared. Squared. So, <laughs> squared. So we go back to the hospital. Uh, and Sam and Dean are by Bobby's bed. So, okay, maybe Sam stayed behind to just sit by Bobby's Look bed. Look after Bobby? Bed. Yeah. Well, that's, that's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. I mean... What is the hospital etiquette in the United States? There's a lot of only family allowed inside and then like there's like visiting hours. Yeah, that's what I'm confused about. Visiting hours? What's the deal? So like you're allowed to stay after visiting hours if you're family? Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, Although it's, it's the same. It's a yeah. weird rule. People don't like it. I don't like it. But I guess it's to avoid overcrowding the room if they need to, like, do stuff. You know what's funny? Like, because I got confined a lot when I was a kid. Right. And um, we had a health card. And the health card is a very fancy um, hospital. So, like... Mm. That was, like, staying at the hospital is like staying at a fucking hotel. That's how we <laughs> treated it. Because, like, I got yeah. sick often, so I was in the hospital often. And every time I was like, this is amazing. We have cable. <laughs> like, I was always yeah. amazed. And it was the only time in my life when I could watch Disney. So, like, yeah. all of my experiences with Disney is <laughs> in the hospital. And... Everybody in the house would, like, sleep in the hospital because it was that yeah. fancy. So that's super fun. And there's, like, a couch that's, like, full out, you know? And, like, my yeah. mom would sleep beside me on the bed, which I don't think that's good because, like, as you said, like, what if I wake up in the middle of the night going into, like, a shock or whatever and they have yeah. to treat me and my mom is literally and lying have, next to yeah, me. Yeah, they have to shove your mother <laughs> off of the bed. Yeah, but like I loved being confined as a child. Like yeah. I got to watch whatever I wanted. It mm. was air conditioned all the time. It was wonderful. Yeah. Congrats on getting sick so much. <laughs> Thank you. To many more. <laughs> No, we don't have the same card anymore. If I get to find it's it's bad. It's bad. It's a bad hospital. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, uh so Sam's been doing some readings of the research and so he says that the plant being used in the research is known as African dream root. He says, it's been used by shaman and medicine men for centuries. So the plural the plural of shaman, S-H-A-M-A-N, is shamans. But he says shaman, like he thinks that S-H-A-M-E-N 
is the plural of S-H-A-M-A-N, which I think is fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know, <That's>... snowman, shaman. <laughs> um, Wait, yeah, and then Bean that's so funny. Says, oh, that's so what? funny. That's so funny. I was screaming so loud and our Zoom call was not picking it up because I was screaming so loud, but I thought that was so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I oh. it's been like two days since I watched this episode and Shawman has become a meme in my like in person at college yeah. friend group. Like it's that funny to me. It's and so to all funny. of my person in person friends right now. Oh, it's so God funny. Bless. Yeah, so then Dean Dean says a, a line. He says, let me guess, they dose up, bust out the didgeridoos, and start kicking around the hacky. So okay, so African Dream Root is Okay, so didgeridoos, that's for like Aboriginal Australians. African Dream Root from Africa, as you can tell from the name. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it's regarded by the Kosa people as a sacred plant, and it is used for like vivid dreams, potentially prophetic dreams, and lucid dreams during the initiation process of shamans. Is what Wikipedia said. It's a very short article, so I don't know if I could trust it. But every other site that I find when looking this up is all like, like New Age, like Etsy nonsense. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna go with that, right? And did we do? Um, yeah, Aboriginal Australian, um. Used in indigenous indigenous Australian music, and it's used recreationally and also to accompany ceremonial dancing. So, so Dean's Dean's being racist, as as you may have guessed. He's so fucking annoying. I <laughs> like. What, yeah. I guess he's just equating all cultures that he views as like. I don't know, like. I don't know what he's doing. I think he took the term "every culture" that Sam uses <laughs> so, all the time to another level. That's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, he's being racist. So Sam says it. According to the legends, um, it's used for dream walking. So you enter someone else's dreams and you poke around in their heads. I, I don't think that's true according to Wikipedia. I think that prophetic lucid dreams are different from entering other people's dreams, but you know, whatever. They invent their own lore, yeah. They invent their own lore. Right, and dreamwalking is, an, is a thing that comes up later in Supernatural in a way that yeah. appropriates... African a, dream like, root... And, mm-hmm. like, dreamwalking comes up a lot because of Kaya. Yeah. Right. Which is, you know, and that's a whole... Yeah. What's the term? Can of worms? Bag of worms? Can of worms. I think it's a can of worms. That's a whole, yeah, it's a whole thing. 
which mm. I think we'll we'll just talk about when we get there, which is in a yeah. in a while. Yeah, that's yeah, season thirteen, like, right? She's in, yeah, she's in season thirteen. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Sam says that. This thing is so powerful. You can control anything. You can turn bad dreams good or good dreams bad. Did you have a lucid dreaming phase when you were a child? No. Like a phase when you really... Okay, I had a phase when I really wanted to learn how to lucid dream. Um, I think I'd read a book called like Every Soul a Star by Wendy Mass and one of the characters could lucid dream and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And I looked up all these techniques to do it and I could never do it because as we've mentioned, I'm just boring. Yeah. So. I mean, when when you go on. I mean, I, d- I don't even remember the medications I was in. But like if you go on psychiatric medication... Your dreams mm-hmm. really go fucking ape shit. I mean, have you experienced this? No. No. Yeah, I mean, like antidepressants, antipsychotics, like, like the, your dreams really become something else. Like, I used to be obsessed huh. with recording my dreams, and I then I started used to have a dream journal app. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a dream journal, like actual notebook. And oh, fancy! And then I, I know. And then I started taking medication for my mental health problems, and yeah. I stopped because it was too much. Like every night, I would have like a dream that was so long and so vivid; it was actually exhausting. Mm. Like I wake up exhausted because my dream was like an entire movie, but. Yeah. I think I I think that like only lasts for like a couple of months after you start. Like after a while it mm-hmm. faded out for me even though I'm still mm-hmm. on the medication. Yeah. And it's like That's nice. Yeah, my dreams right now are always like so fucking funny. Like one time I woke up because I crying. I woke up crying because I dreamt yeah. that I was Miles Edgeworth and that she long long <laughs> broke up with me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's equivalent to lucid dreaming. I feel like admit that on air. (laughs) (laughs) Crying, I woke up crying. It was something else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the last dream I had. There was a website that got put up where you could put anyone's name in. You could see their Spotify history. And I got outed to my parents because they saw I'd listened to lesbian makeout playlists ten times in the past week. (laughs) (laughs) I love dreaming so much. Yeah. And so does the antagonist of this episode. (laughs) So... Yeah, so Sam theorizes that the doctor was testing the dream root on his patient and somebody got mad at him and then went and killed him in a dream. Um, and then they're like, well, how come Bobby is still alive if the killer's trying to kill him? And we cut to Bobby's dream. And where he's screaming, crying, moaning, throwing up. Throwing up. Yeah. 
I mean, it's still your turn, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just interrupted you. <laughs> yeah, go on. Um, yeah, so he's doing all those things, but he's still in the hospital bed. And Sam and Dean are discussing how they can find who the killer is. And Dean says, I don't know how many subjects he had or who all of them were, even though he has the files. So this guy was taking, like, the worst notes. I guess he didn't have his lab assistant with him, so I guess that's why. Uh, And Sam goes, you know, in most cases, like, this is the time when we would call Bobby... Oh god, I just remembered the line from the man who would be king where Dean says this is around the time we would call Cass. Anyway! <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah. So Dean goes, oh my god, that's a great idea. Let's go talk to Bobby by taking some of the dream root and then going inside his head. Um, and Sam is not sure about this because he thinks this would be a bad situation and Dean goes dude it's Bobby which is sweet and Sam goes yeah okay uh and Sam also says well you know what the dude it's Bobby reminded me it's Cass yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) we literally need to meet him ASAP we're just thinking about him all the fucking time yeah Literally, yeah. because it's Cass. Oh! It's Cass. <laughs> Sorry, oh. Bobby. Sorry that we are contributing your contributions to the show to Cass. And we yeah. will do it again. And we will do it again. <laughs> so, Sam says that they're out of African Dream Root. And Dean goes, ah, oh, fucking shit. Okay, we're, I'm gonna have to call Bella to ask for it. Okay, yeah. fine. So, oh my god, you get to do this scene. Yeah. Have fun! <laughs> so, <laughs> Sam is, um, you know, in the room. He's doing research when suddenly somebody doorbells and... Well, knocks, I guess. They're in the hotel room. Somebody knocks. And he opens the door. And he's like, ugh, ugh. Like, that's his reaction upon opening. Because it's Bella. And, and she's she... wearing a trench coat, just like Cass. <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing a trench coat. And then she's like, Sam is like, oh, I didn't know you'd show up. And she, he's like, annoyed. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I'm full of surprises, but you know why I'm here? And then she takes off her trench coat, and she's wearing lingerie, and Sam is, like, looking away, kind of. Like, he's, like, trying to be polite, and also, like, a little bit ashamed. And she starts walking towards him, and he's like, um, okay? Like, he's, like, super ashamed. And Bella is like, I'm here because of you. And she goes like, I can't stop thinking about you. And then Sam is like, what? What? And then she, they kiss. And yeah, Sam goes, are you sure? Which I thought was so sweet. He was like, are you sure? Kind of sweet. 
And then it, it cuts to them in bed. And Sam is literally eating her out. Slay! So true. Slay. He's got pussy breath. Yeah. And, yeah. And then yeah. Sam, he starts hearing a voice going, Wake up, wake up! Oh, by the way, Bella, like, we know he's eating her out because we can't see him. And Bella is just going, Ah! 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 Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> that is my recreation of most. It reminds me of that Anyone post that found like, our podcast through a search that didn't have supernatural in it is like finally I've been waiting fifty episodes. <laughs> this must remind this one reminds me of like, you know those ones those like bottoms make some noise. And then the next comment is like, uh, like moaning noises. And then the next comment is like, never mind. That's how I feel about my the noises I just made right now. So Literally, true. never mind. Anyway, Dean is calling Sam and he's saying, wake up, wake up. And then Sam wakes up and he's like wiping his face and he's like, oh my god. And Dean asks, what were you dreaming about? You were, like, making some very happy noises, so... And so I was like, what? I'm, I'm not... I'm, I wasn't... I, I wasn't dreaming. And Dean was like, come on. You can tell me, like, Angelina Jolie. And Sam goes, no. And Dean goes, Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt? <laughs> Bisexual rights. By Sam rights. And Sam goes like, what? No, it doesn't matter. And Dean's like, whatever. I called Bella. And Sam's like, ooh, um, uh. And he's like, like, Sam is fully bricked up in this moment. Like, I need you guys to understand. Like, it's like, they show it. I mean, they don't show it. But like, like, he's like looking down. And he's like arranging himself in his seat. And it's just... It's such a funny scene, especially what comes next, which is that. So Sam's like, "Oh, Bella, what, what did she did she answer?" And Dean is like, "No, she didn't." And then suddenly somebody knocks, and it's yep. Bella, and it's the and she's wearing a black trench coat this time. Like she enters, mm-hmm. she hands the dream root, and it's a whole thing, and. Sam is in the background takes going off like her coat. Yeah, and Sam's like going like, <gasps> but she's yeah. wearing regular clothes underneath. Yeah, like he like almost stands from his chair. He's like, yeah. uh, and then when he realizes that she's wearing a shirt underneath, he's like, oh okay, we're good. But like he keeps on trying to be like, oh Bella, what's going on? How how are you? Hi, I'm so normal. Stupid. I feel normal things. I'm so normal. What was the point of this scene? Like it's hilarious, but what was the point? I mean, a part of me is like, I mean, of course they need to, like, I mean, Bella is becoming a person in this show. Right, so gotta and backtrack. A, yeah, like, a part of me is like, are they backtracking from making her more than just, like, a love interest? Are they trying to make her a love interest? Like, obviously not, because if they're trying right. to make her a love interest, it should have been with 
you know? Right. And it would probably, like, maybe, like, the juxtaposition of, like, oh, maybe she has a thing going on with Dean, but it's Sam who's having this absolutely hilarious experience. <laughs> like, maybe that, that, I think, I think mm-hmm. that, maybe that's what they're doing, and I think it's effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dean asks, like, why did you bring us the dreamer? I thought you didn't, and she, you wouldn't. And she said, oh, you said it was for Bobby Singer, and he owes, I owe him something. He saved my life in Flagstaff. And, yeah, Sam and Dean are like, huh, what is this girl hiding? But she's like, well, he just, I fucked up, and he saved my life, okay? And... She wants to participate in the Dream Root um, escapade. However, Sam mm-hmm. and Dean are like, no, you're not doing that. So, yeah. Bella is like, it's 2 a.m. Where am I supposed to go? And Dean was like, I mean, get a room. Like, there's magic fingers in Casa Erotica. You'll be fine. And Sam, of course, is like, uh. <laughs> like for a second I was like is Sam gonna invite her to stay that would be absolutely like that would be kind of fucking funny and like uh, yeah but that's not what happened yeah. and anyway she's like oh by the way like at this point like Dean opens the safe like we see him mm-hmm. open a safe and put the dream root in there. And there's also the cult in the safe. And Bella sees all this. Yeah. Which is gonna be important. Good and for her. Good for her. And then um, Bella finally leaves. And Sam's like, bye Bella. Nice to see you. Nice to, Bella, nice to see you. He's so important to me. Yeah. He's such he a fucking so weirdo. Yeah. Ugh. Love this loser. So, we cut to a little bit later, and Sam has prepared two cups of tea with the dream root. Uh, and Dean makes another, like, I think tripping on acid joke, where he says we should dim the lights and sync up Wizard of Oz to Dark Side of the Moon. And when Sam's like, huh? Dean goes, what did you do during college? Ugh. Sam's I mean, just like, isn't this real. like a weed thing? This is a oh, weed yeah, thing, right? A weed thing, probably. Yeah. So. Uh, Dean takes out an. Or. Who? No. Sam takes out an envelope and puts hairs in their cups. So, apparently, you need a body part from the person in order to enter their dream. So, here's Bobby's hair. And Dean goes, well, I guess that's better than other parts of the body. And they drink, and it feels like nothing has changed. Uh, and then... They hear that it is raining outside, and when they look outside, the rain is moving up. Uh, and now they're in the house that Bobby was dreaming about. And 
And Dean says that Bobby is dreaming about better homes and gardens, which I guess he just means that the interior design of this place is nice. I mean, I, it? I think it's sarcastic. Right. Okay. I think it's sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Sam realizes, like, hey, like, this is literally Bobby's house, just, like, without all the books and the clutter from before. Uh, and... Which impresses me. Because... Yeah. We know what happened in this house. We find out later. Yeah, The fact stayed. that he still lives there. I mean, real estate... Not that bad in 2007. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, he also has the, the scrapyard, though, right? Ah, uh, yeah. And it's just behind the house. Yeah, I, get, I, I can see why that is. Yeah. So, we have... Sam says that he's gonna go look outside, and Dean decides to stay inside. Yeah. As Sam moves outside, um, it turns into a very colorful, um, thing. Reminiscent of, like, season eight, which is such a funny thing to say. Reminiscent of season... This season 3 episode is reminiscent of a season 8 episode. But, like, you know what I mean. It's, like, super saturated. um, It's sort of like the coloring and changing channels in the opening sitcom sequence. Title sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the rest of, like, season 14. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and also just late season Supernatural. Yeah, and as he's walking around, um, I don't know, like, he sees, like, uh, like, he tries to peek inside the house, and Dean is still there, so he continues walking. Also, he gets locked out, so he can't enter the house anymore, and he's just walking and walking around. Meanwhile, Dean is inside, and he's shouting. Like, it's so funny to me yeah. because literally Dean is like, there's plot. He's going through things. <laughs> things are happening to him. And Sam is like, I'm outside. <laughs> literally, that's the plot of this segment of the episode. So, like, yeah. the en- like I need you to remember the entire time, Sam is just outside. <laughs> he is literally just outside. Yeah. Yeah, and they took Dean him to is... a farm where all the happy little dogs <laughs> run around freely, and you'll never see him again, but I promise he's alive. Exactly. So what happens is Dean, like, finds Bobby, and Bobby is like, yeah. he has, oh, like, also, a scar Dean's on been, his face. You said Dean's been yelling. Dean's been yelling, Bobby, the way he yells Sammy or whatever. It's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, Bobby is in there. And he's like, how did you find he's me? He's in the closet. And, 
Yeah. And he has this very ugly scar on the side of his face. And I say ugly because it looks fake as hell. Mm. Like, um, it's a little scratch. Like, you know, yeah, it's a little scratch. And when Sam and Dean get scratched, it's like, wow. Hot. Hot. Why did Suba? <laughs> We're so mean to old men yet again. Sorry, old man. But, yeah. I mean, I get that scratches look like that. Like, sometimes scratches in real life really do look cartoonish. But, like, mm. come on. Yeah. So, he doesn't recognize what the fuck Dean is saying about the dream route and everything. He thinks this is real. And what happens is there's, like, a lady that comes in. And she's bloody. And Bobby is, like... She's wearing a white nightgown. <laughs> yeah oh my god she's wearing a white nightgown and bobby is like pointing at her and going doesn't she look real and he's trying to go away and dean goes who is that and bobby doesn't even say her name she just he just says that's my wife which like i don't like that yeah i don't like that like right we never do we ever get a name for her i think her name's karen Mm. But, like, I don't think we get a name right now. Yeah. He doesn't say, like, that's Karen. That's my wife. Like, he just says, that's my wife. And I... Mm. Like, we've talked about, like, how Supernatural kind of reduces women to their roles in the life of the men. And, like, Mm -hmm. this is not egregious because it's, like, that's just what happens when you're introducing someone you know you introduce them by what they are to you your relationship Mm. but like um it's just like a pet peeve of mine so like let me get on my soapbox about this like i don't like it when people do that when people are like talking about someone and instead of saying like like unless you're trying to hide their anonymity or something hide their anonymity you're trying to make them anonymous hide their identity like just say their name is this is this bad i mean is this like something you're right no i yeah i i think my wife karen is yeah it would be a lot better than that's my wife that's my wife i mean you know like the whole try guys thing and like the the whole like Wife guys who end up being like, why did you just whisper try guys to yourself? Like, do you not know no, what I'm I talking about? I know what the drama is, but I just, I wasn't sure about how it was relevant. <laughs> no, like, he's, like, he's a very my wife guy. But, like, yeah. you know, like, I feel like there's, there is a connection between, like, people who only refer to their significant others as specifically just my significant other Mm. even though they don't have to right and like you know people who are kind of (laughs) shit so Mm. i honestly i don't even know what i'm talking about let's just proceed but yeah she's my wife i get it being annoying in this episode or the three main women are Lisa Fantasy, Bella, who spends about as much time in a sex dream as she does in real life, 
and then Bobby's wife, yeah. Karen, I understand. Yeah, like, because of Supernatural's history, it's like something you notice and you're like, ah, oh, they're doing it mm-hmm. again. And like, yeah, it's less egregious this time, but like, it reminds you of the times where it's more egregious, you know? Right. And she's literally in a yeah. white nightgown, you guys. <laughs> she's literally in a white nightgown. Oh. Yeah. We stay in the motel, Sam and Dean are still sleepy time. And I wish that was me for real. <laughs> and yeah, Sam is literally just outside. It's just a like he's just in a beautiful meadow. <laughs> With flowers and shit. Meanwhile, Karen's going like, Bobby, why did you do this to me? Um, like, you stabbed me with a knife again and again and you watched me die. How could you? And Bobby's crying. He says you were possessed. And I didn't know how to save you back then. And Karen goes like, well, no, you wanted me dead. If you'd loved me, you would have found a way. Um, so yeah. Okay, so possessed, like, by a ghost? I think by a demon. Wait, stabbing her wouldn't have... Well, I guess it would have... Can't demons pilot dead vessels? Can they not? They can. But, like, Bobby doesn't know that, we're assuming. Okay, so are we thinking that he killed her and then the demon kept piloting her dead body until what? Until she... I don't know. I mean, there's probably more to this, right? Why was the demon after him? Like, yeah. This is, like, an interesting backstory, and I would be disappointed if they were like, let's just drop it completely. Or maybe they should have. I don't know. Yeah, like, what was the demon doing there? What was... What's the deal? Oh, well, I guess we'll never know. They were like, Bobby's gonna be a very good member of the hunter community, and we need to get him in there somehow, so... Yeah. Bobby basically says that, right? He's like, well, you have to enter hunting somehow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Sam sees Jeremy from earlier... With a baseball bat. And Sam is screaming and crying for help. And halfway through, he realizes that it's more about killing him than it ever was protecting himself. Do you know what song I'm referencing? Absolutely not. Um, it's Father by the Front Bottoms. I feel like the a lot of front people made... I know. It's not a good band, but the song is pretty good. Um, anyway, so, (laughs) so, yeah, Sam's getting beat up, sorry, dude, um, and Jeremy's like, you don't belong here, your friend came after me and wanted to hurt me, Sam's like, well, yeah, because you kill people, and Jeremy says, you should be nicer to me in here. You're just an insect. I'm a god. I love god, that this, this guy, guy is, is like fucking unbearable. 
This guy's like a caricature of a bad person. I know. College guys are like, just like this, though. Have you considered what made that him college so, guys are just like, like this? <laughs> I get that he has trauma and that he has, you know, he like, he talks about like not dreaming is like not sleeping at all. Which I don't I? think is true. I mean, I don't know what it's like to not have the capability to dream. Mm. Like, who knows? Maybe they based this on something. But, like, it's super is that enough? Maybe. Is that enough to become, like, this kind of person? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Oh, <laughs> uh, he's so funny. Um, so, oh, so it's still you. So Dean's trying to tell Bobby, like, this is a nightmare, this is your dream, and you can wake up. Um, so, yeah, Dean tells Bobby, like, you have to snap out of this now. I am not going to let you die. You're like a father to me. Aww. And that works. Bobby goes like, oh shit, I'm dreaming? And then he imagines Karen gone. And she is gone. And she disappears. Yeah. Yeah. And Dean tells Bobby, well, now you have to wake up. Um, so Jeremy's just about to kill Sam with a baseball bat. But (laughs) mid-swing, they all wake up. Yeah. Anyway, they're now in the hospital and Bobby's still in the hospital bed. And they're like putting all the papers on the table and they're saying like, Bobby, is the stuff with your wife real? And Bobby's like, yeah. Everybody got into hunting somehow. Yeah. But mm. Sam comes in and he's like, the guy is not in his dorm anymore. And what happened is like, this guy is like, you know, uh, he's like super intelligent, which is not, I don't know how that's relevant, but they say it. 160 yeah, like, IQ. His IQ is 160. Like, who give a single shit? Oh, also we learned that his dad beat him up with a baseball bat. Yeah. Anyway, the guy, the father is like, they they gave this like so much information on the dad, and I was like, why? And I mean, I I was like, during watching the episode, I was like, oh my god, why are they giving so much information? I bet this is gonna be relevant, and then it wasn't, and I was like, why were they giving so much information? It was not relevant. It but yeah, we learned that the relevant. father. We learned that the father is 5'11", which I love. <laughs> Literally 5'11", I mean, right? have a fake driver's license, and that's all information that has to be on there. But yeah, it is weird that all of it was in focus. Yeah, I mean, what we needed to see was his face, because he's gonna show yeah. up later. And we need to be able to recognize that, oh, that's the father. By the way, which mm. I didn't, I was like, who is this random guy? <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. Yeah, and he died before Jeremy was 10, and he, like, gave him the injury. 
Yeah. Which made him unable to dream. Yeah, and also the specific thing is called Charcot-Wilbrand syndrome, which Ah. I guess is a thing, but very rare. I thought that was, you know, honestly, when he said that, I I thought he said, like, he gave him an injury a la Charcot Wilbren. And I thought oh, Charcot no. Wilbren was just a guy who like batted people in there. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? So true. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. Um, They were like, how. I mean, don't doesn't he need like a part of your DNA to get into your head? And Bobby was like, uh, "It was such a stupid thing." He offered me some beer and I drank it. And Dio was like, "Um, I don't think it's, it's not stupid. stupid. <laughs> it's not stupid. What are you talking about?" And Sam was like, "Oh, damn it, Dean! Did you fucking drink the beer?" And he was like, "Yeah, he offered it to me." And um, yeah. Bobby says, like, we better work fast and, like, drink a fuck ton of coffee because you can't fucking sleep. Mm. Yep. So we cut to two days later and Dean's driving. I, yeah. I, what, what's wrong with this man's brain? I'm, ugh. And Sam offers, he was like, like, are you sure that you don't want me to drive because you have not slept for two days? And he's like, no, I'm fine. Shut up. I, yeah, I fear for Sam's life. I fear for Dean's like, life. I feel, the thing is, like, when, during the scene, he's, like, super angry, super pissed. And so later yeah. when he's, like, super angry and super pissed at his dream self, it loses yeah. its effect. I wish his sleepiness was portrayed in any other way other than he's cranky, you know? Mm, yeah. Because I feel like it, it it detracts from scenes later. Like, mm-hmm. was literally when he was beating himself up, I was like, he just needs some sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. So... Dean is angry. Yeah. He's all he's so so angry. Uh and he calls Bobby and tells Bobby that he looked for the guy at the strip club and Jeremy was not there. Um Bobby's also angry. Uh and Bella is using her spirit board to try to ask some ghosts where Jeremy is, but she says that she can't get anything. And he goes, great, well, I'm just gonna go blow my brains out now. Go, Dean. Go, Dean. Go, Dean. <laughs> We're so mean. We're so fucking mean. Yeah, no, okay, we, d- we do not encourage suicide, however... I do think that I I don't like Dean unfiltered most of the time. That line was kind of fun. That is how yeah. I talk. So, 
Um. So Bobby asks Bella, hey, why are you helping us? And Bella goes like, Bobby, like, you don't remember? Like, at Flagstaff? Um, and we find out later she's just totally trying to plant a fake memory in his head. I love it when women lie. Uh, and Bobby's like, sure. So, yeah, Dean pulls over and he's like, okay, I'm just, I'm going to sleep. Because we cannot find Jeremy, so he should come to us. Um, and Sam goes, well, you're not going to face him alone. So he grabs some of Dean's hair. And Dean goes, I don't want you digging around inside my head, so don't. And Sam goes, meh, too bad. And then they both drink the tea and go to sleep. Yeah. I love how they set this up for, like, Sam's gonna learn things about Dean. And then they just put, they just, like, lock Sam outside and then beat him up for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Sam wakes up, Dean wakes up, and they go out and... They come across this garden with a picnic happening. And the person doing the picnic is Lisa. And all the while, (laughs) Dream a Little Dream of Me is playing. Also, like, it looks so... Like, there's a spotlight that, like, opens, like over her little patch of grass. Yeah, it's like, like it he's angelic. Awful. It's what's happening. Yeah. Like and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Lisa's like, "Oh, come on. We need to pick Ben up in an hour for from baseball." And Dean is like, looks at Sam like, I've never had this dream before. And then Lisa goes, I love you. (laughs) Ew. Ew. And then Dean is like, don't look at me like that. And suddenly, like, the lights disappear, the sound disappears. And Jeremy is there. And, yeah. Um, like, they start running, but they get separated, and Dean ends up in this, like, little room mm. where, um, he is there. Like, yeah. like he is, like, how would Another I describe him. this scene? Like, another Dean is, like, sitting over at a desk, and he's, like, turning a motel lamp on and off. And it's actually pretty yeah. creepy. Like, when this yeah. was happening, I was like, ooh, intrigue. And then yeah. Dean turns around. Dean, Dean like, like, call, like, asks if it's Jeremy. But other Dean turns around, and it's other Dean. And Dean is trying to be funny. He's like, oh, look at you. You're so handsome. Look at you. And other Dean is like, 
oh Dean, we need to talk. And they start circling each other like prey, like animals. And Dean goes, oh, I get it. I'm my own worst nightmare. Yeah. Uh, mano and mano with myself, huh? And like, here's the thing. Mm. If you're gonna do something corny, yeah, would you rather acknowledge it or not? Um, I think the lamp shading is a way for writers to feel better about themselves. Yeah, but so, I don't feel better. <laughs> I feel like and I, the most I have the type of person personality. I'm the ty- I have the type of personality where I would lampshade and be like, and that shows that I'm smart, and every time you criticize me, I already know, so get over it. <laughs> but, yeah, I recognize that's not actually a good writing trait to have. Yeah. I mean... <sighs> where are we? <laughs> so sorry i enjoy recording these podcasts (laughs) however i am so sleepy like sometimes you're just sleepy you know yeah yeah i have to dream a little i don't even want to finish that anyway (laughs) so other dean is like i know you're being a smart ass but you can't lie to me i know how dead you are how worthless you feel I like, know you didn't look we at the get this from every demon see. ever in every single episode ever? Like, who give a shit at this point? Yeah, I think the only part here that I truly give a shit about is, like, what comes next. Mm. So, okay, let's just go through the scene and I'll speak about it when it's there. Mm. Um. Yeah, Dean is like, oh, you can't. You're not real. You know, if I snap my fingers, you're just gonna disappear. And then he snaps his fingers. And he doesn't disappear. Ooh. Uh, so... Sam thinks that he is awake. Uh, and he tries... And he thinks that Dean is there next to him, so he tries to wake Dean up. But it's Jeremy... And then Jeremy hits him with a baseball bat. <laughs> Why is this so funny? I'm sorry you're getting hurt, Sam Winchester. But have we considered the comedic value? Yeah. I just think that baseball bats are a very fun weapon. Like, if there's no spikes on them, then it's just funny. If there's spikes, I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. So, uh, so they have a little bit of a talk that means nothing. Jeremy says that the doctor got him hooked on the dream root and then took it away. So, he killed the doctor in order to get more? Can't you just steal? Is it that hard? I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's way too much work to, like, kill someone. Yeah. It really is. Jeremy's motivations this episode are super, like, not well-defined or well-written. Yeah, he's just an evil guy. 
He's just a, 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 a guy, and he wants to be evil. So, and I love how they never even brought up once the whole, like, he's human. Like, <laughs> none of that this episode. <laughs> Literally, true. they do not give a shit. Um, so... He says that, you know, like, you're not able to dream for 15 years, so it's basically like you're awake the whole time. I I don't know how sleep science works. That doesn't seem right, but, you know, who even knows? So, uh, apparently this has made him go crazy, as Sam puts it. Uh, and he tells Sam to leave him alone. Sam says no. And then Jerry ties Sam to railroad spikes and decides he's to crucified. Keep... Yeah, he's su- yeah he's crucified. It it's a good it's a good pose for Sam to be in. Sam should always be crucified. Um, and. Jerry's like, you and your brother aren't gonna wake up this time. Ooh. Yeah. Love it. Love it. (laughs) So, (laughs) back in Dean and other Dean. Yeah. Other Dean is like, you're going to hell. And you don't even want to save yourself. Talk about low self-esteem. But I guess there's not much of a life worth saving, is there? And he goes like, You're nothing and you're an attack dog. What are the things you want even? What are the things you dream? I mean, uh, your car, your jacket, your music, all of it is dad's. Do you even have an original thought? And he says, like, every th- all of your thoughts are, just save Sammy, watch out for Sammy. And it's just your dad's voice. And it makes me so sad, the idea that the voice mm-hmm. of a person in your head is anyone else other than yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's such a sad idea, especially, I guess, if it's, like, a parent who you don't particularly have a good relationship with. Right. Because, like... You have another voice sometimes, like, for encouragement or something. Like, if you're at an intermediate place where you can't give yourself confidence, sure. But, like, if the voice is a parent and it's just saying you're not good enough, well, F to that, I guess. Yeah. Like, in this context, it sucks so bad. Especially because, like, Dean believes the things he will say later. And yet, these are still the thoughts in his head. You know, like... uh, Yeah, it makes... Why are you humming? What's happening? Are you humming? I miss you. I hate you so much. (laughs) You will do everything to bring that song up into the podcast. (laughs) No, no, no. You got it all wrong. Not by Blink-182, but by Five Seconds of Summer. (laughs) Right, the cover by Five Seconds of Summer. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. The best this is one of those. Of it. Yeah, it literally is the best version of it. And I would <laughs> fight anyone who says otherwise. I love how we're just not explaining this. What even is there to explain? Well, yeah, the, this is a song, and one of the lines is, Don't waste your time on me, you're already the voice inside my head. And you kept saying the phrase, voice inside his head, so... Yeah, yeah and also, I love this song. I love this song. And we've talked about it several times in the podcast already, I think, how much I love this song, which is mm. so funny to me. It has become a brand. Yeah, Weep. and... Did you say yeep? What's happening? I said yeep. It's like yep, yeep. but for cool kids. Is it really? Is that the new college slang in the United States? Uh, no, but it will be once I talk to <laughs> one person besides my sweet mates. That's wonderful. I'll be sure to propagate it in my own university here in the Philippines. Thank you. And uh, other Dean keeps on talking. All John did was train you, boss you around. And he doted on Sam, but you, he never loved. He fucking hated you. You're just a soldier. Daddy's a blunt little <laughs> instrument. <laughs> I'm obsessed with how they wrote this line. And they were like, this is so good. We need to bring it up in every single season. It is literally the worst phrase in the entire world. I mean, they didn't bring it up in every single season. They just brought it up in the very last one. Yes. And it was hilarious. Every time I watch the confession scene, I start bursting into laughter at that line. I laughed through most you know of what? the confession, but that's where it really gets me laughing. What? The confession scene, it's like it's like it didn't even happen anymore in my head. I don't know how huh. to describe it, but like I feel so disconnected from the end of Supernatural already that right. I am afraid that when we get there during this podcast, I you will be care. emotionally distraught all over again. Oh. Because like huh. I like I, I I'm afraid I will go through the motions of it again. And if you saw me, if you yeah. fucking saw me going through the motions of it, it was bad. So like I'm worried. Oh. But yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a funny. Right. You had a what was it like a three month depression over Dean Winchester's death? I wouldn't say or- it was a three month depression. I would say it's a. Three month spiral that ended in depression. Yeah, it was okay. it was volatile. It was like I, I was happy, I was sad, I wasn't eating, but it was because of joy and then being upset. It was such a co- weird and complicated time of my life, which I'm sure like most people who were into supernatural then could relate. What a mm. weird time! Like it was like a shared experience, you know, like. The period between mm. the confession and the end of Supernatural, like, yeah. mo- many of us were like, I can't eat, I can't sleep. Yeah. Which is like, it's wild. It is. Yeah. Anyway, Dean finally 
Oh, yeah. Uh, other Dean says, Your own father didn't care whether you lived or died. Why should you? And then Dean, our Dean, goes, Son of a bitch! Which is how you know he's our Dean. And he pushes Dream Dean, and he's super angry, and he was like, My father was an obsessed bastard! And, yeah. I mean, he wasn't there for Sam. I always was. I didn't deserve what he put on me. And I don't deserve to go to hell. And he's, like, before that, he says, like, all the crap he dumped on me, that was his crap. He's the one who couldn't protect his his family. He wasn't there for Sam, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, I don't deserve to go to hell. Which is weird. I don't know. Like, what he's saying is, like... Like, slay, I it's guess. It's John's guilt. It's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What he's saying is it's John's guilt. And, like, John decided that it's gonna become the... It's gonna become Dean's guilt as well. Like, he's not yeah. saying that it's Dad's fault. He's saying that mm. Dad thinks it's Dad's fault. Why am I calling okay. him Dad? <laughs> But, like, you know. You know Dean what I mean. Kenny. Yeah. Ugh. You, you cannot pay me to admit that. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Right. He shoots yeah. Dream Dean. And it's a whole thing. Dean, like, approaches other Dean. And he... As he goes inside, other Dean, like, wakes up. And his eyes are completely black. And he oh, goes, yeah. You can't escape me, Dean. You're gonna die. And this, this is what you're gonna become. It's like a very famous scene. Yeah. And he's right about both things, but there's six seasons between his two sentences. Six seasons? Oh, because Dean does become a demon in season 10, but he dies oh. in season. I was like, well, I guess he also he becomes, dies before becoming a demon in season ten. So, yeah, I mean, I was thinking like, this is what you're gonna become—a bad person. I mean, he becomes <laughs> that like a little bit, a little bit yeah. earlier, right? I was it's like, oh, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and meanwhile, in the Jeremy Sam world, um. <laughs> <laughs> So Jerry is just kicking Sam and hitting him in the legs with a baseball bat. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's and like, "I'm a god here. You can't stop me." And it's like, dude, if you, I if mean, I was a god, I would have a better, funner way to kill people than kick them and hit them with I a would baseball be- bat. A more ruthless and egregious god than Jeremy, that's for sure. Yeah. Jeremy does not deserve to be god, but I do. So. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, he's like, I'm invincible because of the dream root. And Sam's like, well, you forgot that I also took it. And then he summons Jeremy's abuse. And he, they never were like, 
like maybe this is a bad thing like never <laughs> in that episode never like maybe this happening right after dean calling his father an obsessed bastard they were never like maybe there are parallels here or something we should consider they were just like no this guy sucks and I mean, his I'm dad sure. was mean <laughs> yeah i'm sure the parallels were intentional but, like, it's just absolutely hilarious that it's it's portrayed like this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's almost comical the way that his abusive dad shows up. And he's like, Jeremy, I'm mad at you. And Jeremy goes, oh, no. And then he starts running or something. Yeah. Jeez. Jeremy. Like, Sam starts hitting Jeremy. And then... <laughs> Jeremy fucking dies! <laughs> <laughs> this literally killed us! Right, so they're, they're definitely done with not killing humans. Like... They do not care. You cannot have. <laughs> they do not give a shit. They do not give a shit. So Bobby and Sam are walking down a hallway and it's like, Bobby is like, um, so what happened? And Sam explains and Bobby is like, so are you sure it's like the dream route and not your thing? Psychic stuff? How you like, you you and guys, you sort of, you, you, you sort of like, you know, touching men, how you're gay is it's not about that. (laughs) And so funny, wait, I'm going to read my post that I made after this. <laughs> Supernatural really is like now replace psychic with gay. Not so funny, isn't it? <laughs> and I I stand with that um post one hundred percent. Literally yes. replace psychic with gay. It's not so funny now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Tom's so like, no, I mean, I don't think so. And yeah. They enter the hotel room and Dean is like, where's Bella? I mean, she's not answering her phone. She must have taken off. And it's a little weird. And Bobby's like, it's weird to me why she helped us in the first place. And Dean is like, I thought you saved her life in Flagstaff. And Bobby said like, oh, that was an amulet. I gave her a good deal. That's all. Mm. And Bobby like, in the realization goes, oh, check your pockets. She must have taken something. And they literally check their pockets. And Bobby is like, you stupid fucks. Not literally. <laughs> like, check what you have. And then they realize that the cult is gone from the vault. Yeah. She stole the cult. 
And Dean calls her bitch. Yeah, he's learned. We're gonna nothing. hunt that bitch down. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Like, they know how to make demon killing bullets. Do they need the cult for that? I think Can't so. Can't they just put yeah, those in any gun? What's spe- okay? So no, they it's need the not cult. just the bullets. Like it's what, the cult. What? It's the cult. Well, but they needed the bullets too. Yeah. But I, it's also the cult. How does the cult work? It's like, I mean, it's like a lock and key, I feel. Or no, that's not a, an appropriate thing. It's like a Gatorade pod. <laughs> you a need what? the bottle and you need the pods. It, there's a thing going on, on on like YouTube shorts, which is my TikTok because I don't have TikTok. I just watch yeah. YouTube shorts. So there's uh-huh. like this new Gatorade product. This is, sounds like a promotion, but I hate this thing. It's like uh-huh. it's like a ready-made bottle, yeah. right? If Gatorade wants By to Gatorade. sponsor us, though, I won't hate it. I love Gatorade pod. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like like you buy the bottle, and it's like twenty seven dollars or like twenty five dollars, and you buy the little pods, and you fill up the bottle with water. And then mm-hmm. you pop the pod in on top so that it disperses the Gatorade concentrate onto the water. Okay. And then you throw the pod away. So it's like a waste of plastic, I feel like. Hmm. And yeah. also, like, it's just so fucking expensive. And for what? And the bottle is ugly, too. Those are my complaints. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And, I mean, people are into it. And... Like, for that one, you need the pod to use the bottle. But also, you need the bottle to use the pod. And I feel like that's what's happening with the cold. Great. Love it. (laughs) Yeah. Alright. We have the ending scene where Sam and Dean are heading out. And Dean asks what Sam saw in his head. And Sam's like, oh, like, literally nothing. It was just Jeremy beating me up. <laughs> um, no, I mean, and he's being for Lisa. real. It's so true, though. I mean, he's yeah. hiding the Lisa thing. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah, he is hiding the Lisa thing. And, yeah, I think that does matter a bit. I feel like his wish at the end of Swan's song for Dean to, like, go and live a normal life, like, maybe with Lisa, was probably based off of that. Because he yeah. sort of has a look of realization when he sees that. I feel like he isn't really fully aware of how much Dean doesn't want to hunt before this. Or maybe, yeah. is he aware? He is sort of aware, because Dean always has his I'm tired of hunting and I want to die thing. But, yeah, I guess Sam didn't realize that Dean had something else that he wanted to do instead. Yeah, Um. so they get in the car... And Dean says, hey, Sam, I've been doing some thinking, and the thing is, I don't want to die, and I don't want to go to hell. And Sam, you know, goes like, okay, then we'll find a way to save you. And Dean goes, okay, good. And it's sweet. And, and I wish they weird. ended the fucking episode there. <laughs> the, <laughs> the weirdest editing choice ever. <laughs> they were like, let's end.
end this episode with the demon dean, other dean, who goes, this is you're gonna die, and this is what you're gonna become, which is what yeah. they do. Yeah, but then what happens is, in that part, dean, dean, okay, also, this is black and white, which is so fucking ugly. It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah but after this, dean snaps his fingers um and his eyes are black and then the screen goes black so okay what what i didn't see this what are you talking about i i okay so i looked up a little bit about the writer's strike and it didn't happen until they'd already written episode 12 so this isn't like, oh, we've realized that we can't end on hope here because we've realized that he is going to go to hell, so let's quickly add this back in. Well, maybe it is. Maybe it is this, mm-hmm. because they could have just reused old footage and then, like, put this part in. But it's still a bad editing choice. Like, so what if people have hope? That's, like, the point That's of, the point. like, suspense hope and shit. the whole point. It literally yeah. is. <laughs> so yeah <laughs> what did we think about this episode i mean it's truly an episode yeah it sure is um yeah i mean sure there's some teen thesis moments that i could care about if i cared but since i don't care i don't <laughs> I mean, I don't care that much, but, like, it's it's an enjoyable episode to talk about, I find. Although it's... not so much to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's funny that they put Sam in another bank vault. Especially because Sarah Gamble likes Sam, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was this part of Sarah Gamble's sick fantasies? Remember how there was some interview where it was, like, she wanted Sam to, like, have a thing with a guy in a season, and Eric Kripke was like, we're not gonna peddle to your sick fantasies, Sarah Gamble. Ugh. I mean, maybe for her it was a sick fantasy, but, like, yikes. (laughs) (laughs) So, that was 40 minutes of TV. Yeah, and two hours of commentary. <laughs> Jesus, what's what's our best line, worst line? Ah, oh. oh. I think I don't have a best line or a worst line. I I mean, I like I like the um, I was growing ferns. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should probably That's choose another best, best line. line. <laughs> I should probably choose a better best line with. Um, let's see. I mean, I I like that Dean, but like it's so cliche. Like the whole like, yeah, you're like a father. I, I don't deserve to. No, oh, I don't deserve one. to go to hell. Like it's like okay, we've seen okay. it. We enjoy it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess I liked when Dean said Bobby was like a father to him, even though I feel like we haven't seen enough of their relationship to justify that yet because I know where it's gonna go 
I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, my worst line is, you're just an insect. I'm a god. (laughs) Because it's so stupid given everything else that happened to the episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But God CL can do that and then fall flat on his face in mud and I'll be like, so true. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I guess, I don't know, my worst line is, I don't know, the didgeridoo one, I guess. That was fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. What's our, um, what's this? Um, do you, um, oh, our, our, our spreadsheet. No, no, no. Yeah, our spreadsheet. Homophobia. Um, I'm, Not much. No, no homophobia. I'd say one on racism. Um, and then... And then... Misogyny. Here misogyny, we go. Misogyny, there's definitely some. I, I want to give this a two, but I'm willing to bump it down to one. I just I, think, like... Huh. Yeah. Like, their only portrayal of women being, like, almost, like, all fantastical and, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, there's there's women here, but are there really women here? Right. Like, Bella was an actual person. But, yes. like, and I love her character, and I love what they're doing with her, mm-hmm. but like, as you said, like, she has equivalent screen time, so, like, yeah, like, her her dream self has equivalent screen time to her mm-hmm. um, actual self. So, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think a two works. We gave okay. the kids are alright a two, and I feel like it's similar levels of misogyny. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I am DB. People are going to think this was stupid, right? No, I think people are going to like this. Because of the Dean talking to himself thing. Yeah. Ugh, boo. I mean, I'll probably give this an 8.5. Just to to hedge my bets. I'm going to go for an 8.4. Okay, let's see. Oh, you're right. Oh? Oh, am I? Well, that's exciting. Yeah, 8.4. Okay, what are the people saying? I mean, everything is positive, so I don't want to read any of them. Oh, come on. I'm Not only a hater. A little bit of no complaints. There's at one all. that's like 7 over 10. Okay. That's something. Bella is um. irritating. Boo. I know the naiveness of the brothers with the tricky Bella is irritating. I didn't read the entire sentence. Okay, I mean they're stupid. What can you do? Yeah, they're stupid. Also, the last time she helped them was during Fresh Blood, and that was like without strings attached. I mean, she felt yeah. bad, but yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the only. Yeah. Oh, this says, for some reason I really can't imagine a Sam Bella affair. It just doesn't seem right. A Dean Bella affair is more logical, though he will probably kill her since she made a fool of him for like the millionth time. All right. I love. I mean, you know this of me. 
But I love it. I love combos where like the guy's kind of stupid and the girl is evil. I mean, Belle yeah. is not evil, but like, you know, I yeah. love that dynamic. Yeah, a lot of so. people do, and I agree with them. So yeah, I mean, that's it for this episode of Bust Asian Beauties next week. Hopefully. <laughs> Let's see. We will be discussing Season 3, mm. Episode 11, Mystery Spot. Leave us a rating or review wherever you get your podcast, unless you're frustrated by our very infrequent uploads, in which case, don't leave a rating or review. Only if you love us. <laughs> Follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at twitter.com slash beautiespodcast and on Tumblr at bustyasianbeautiespod.tumblr.com. Uh, our official tag is babpod, B-A-B-pod, and thank you to everyone who's donated to our Kofi at ko-fi.com slash bustyasianbeautiespod. You can email us any feedback, comments, or inquiries at bustyasianbeautiespod at gmail.com. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.